0: Good morning, everyone. I'm super cold in my office. Welcome to another weekly planner call today. I'm gonna be very specific. Last week, all of our webinars webinars and seminars were about how to become a top listing agent. And we had a lot, a lot of questions last week. So I just wanna give you a top 10 list on, on top 10 tips on how to become a top listing agent. And if you have any questions, please feel free to ask me any questions right now right today I want to concentrate on how to become a top listing agent I'm getting a lot a lot of requests from broker offices to go to their offices and and explain how to become a top listing agent because of the market shift we all know that it's uh, you know there are fewer buyers right now because of the cycles of the economy and if you want to become a true successful real estate agent you need to list properties. You need to work with sellers. I always say, don't forget about buyers, but make sure you concentrate on sellers. Sellers give you presence in the market. Sellers show other sellers and buyers that you exist, that you're current, that you're active. Listings give you marketing for free. You can work uh, you can have you, you can close too list uh, uh transactions with buyers, but who finds out pretty much nobody but when you have five ten fifteen twenty listings, everybody in your community finds out because of the for sale silence because of the advertising also working with sellers give you one of the most important things leverage and what do I mean by leverage? Well, very simple understand that you can 't work with three or four buyers the same day. But definitely you can work with 5, 10, 15, 20 listings at the same time. So very, very important. I want to go give you in this half an hour top 10 tips in order to become a top listing agent. And in, in the meantime, you have any questions, make sure that to write them down here. Say, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Linda, Robert, your playing Andres, good morning, everybody. Thank you for writing in there. So I'm gonna get started with those top 10 tips and make sure you ask questions why do you need you you in your specific case what is it exactly that you need to become a listing agent how do you generate more listings how do you become that listing agent of choice in your community good morning Jackie so let me explain to you the top 10 tips and again Please make sure to ask questions. The more questions you ask, the more your mind engages in the topic, the more things you're looking for to improve your listing business, all right? So let me share with you right here, my screen, top 10 tips to become a listing agent. Number one, remember, most of you, if you've been with me in coaching for a long time or for a a little bit more than three months, you know that the first thing we need to do in order to Establish yourself as a listing agent in a specific area is to identify a community buildings group of buildings right in an area where there were at least 80 to 90 properties Sold within the last 12 months. I'm gonna say one more time because people get confused. How many properties sold? When what's the period so again one more time? identify an area of at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. If you can't find an area of at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months, simply expand your radio until you get to 80 to 90 properties sold, because if you don't get there, it means that that area, regardless of how good your marketing is, is not active enough, meaning you're not gonna have enough sales, got it? So that's tip number one, very, very, very important. Now, tip number two, it's very similar, which is you need to work in again an area where you live. You need to work in an area of at most five mile radio of where you live. Why? Very simple. Because that's by default the area that you know the most. I understand and I received that comment from many agents that say, Yes, but I want to focus in a different area, an area with a higher price point I want to work the luxury market I get that but don't go outside your area which is the easiest for you to learn and to position yourself as an expert and to actually relate to the sellers in your area don't go to another area before you work on yours master your listing skills in your area and then go to a different one because it's very very difficult to relate to people in different areas. It's very difficult to get that expertise, those expertise, that specialized knowledge when we don't live in an area. I put the example, I live in Coral Gables, Florida, for those of you who are not from Miami. So where do you think my kids go to school? Coral Gables. Where do you think I play tennis? Coral Gables. Where do you think I go out in the boat through where? The Coral Gables uh, Watergate, right? What do you think uh, my offices in Coral Gables? Where do you think I usually have breakfast, lunch, and dinner in Coral Gables? Where do, you, where do I go to church? Coral Gables, right? So, if you wanted to compete with me, and I wanted and I decided to become a listing agent, you better live in Coral Gables for the simple fact that I'm used to knowing. I see everything that is happening in the area. I know the restaurants. I know the schools. I know, I know the golf courses. I pretty much know everything not because i'm better than anybody it's just because i live here i have breakfast lunch then i breathe and leave coral gables got it and it's the same thing in your community so if you ask me to go for example to miami beach i'm not an expert in miami beach because i don't frequent miami beach that often makes sense right so start with your area and within your area identify A place of at least 80 to 90 properties sold well but in my area there are not enough properties sold keep expanding until you get to 80 to 90 properties sold and that's going to be usually within a five mile radius very very important again if you have any questions in this first two this is the moment to write it in the comments because once I finish with the top ten top ten tips I'm gonna answer your questions okay very very important Number three, competition. I get this objection a lot during the seminars. Well, but there is a lot of competition in my area. I got it, and there's supposed to be competition, right? If there is an area where there is no competition, beware. Most likely, that area is not active enough. It's not a good area. Everywhere you go, and you are going to establish yourself as a real estate agent, whether it's in Miami, Whether it's in New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Boca, Palm Beach, Jacksonville, anywhere you go as a real estate agent, you are going to see competition. It's inevitable. You have to accept it. Now, whether there is, even if there is competition, you don't need to be the top agent in the first year. You don't have the overhead. You don't have the expenses the top agents have so if you can get one listing a month and can you get a listing a month if you truly develop the skills of course you can imagine your business again imagine your business with one extra listing a month how would that change your lifestyle how would that change your family but you need to develop the skills. You need to focus in an area of 80 to 90 properties sold. You need to focus in an area where you live. You need to forget about competition because you're not competing against those people getting trying to get 20, 30, 40 listings. Got it? Very, very important. So forget about competition. Focus on improving yourself. You are going to find competition. And if you don't, then find another area. All right? Six things you need to learn. Very, very, very important, all right? In order to improve yourself, in order to beat uh, your competition, in order to become the expert of choice in your area, it is extremely, extremely important that you understand the following six things and you memorize them. So here we go. Please write them down. Get a pencil, get a paper, and please write this down. You need to know the number of properties for sale in your community, the one, the two, the three, and the four bedrooms. If I ask you right now, tell me the number of two bedroom units in your community for sale right now. Could you tell me? And you can tell well, more or less. It's, it's not more or less. If a doctor is going to perform surgery on you and you ask the doctor, doctor, are you ready? And the doctor goes, oh, more or less. Well, no, no, it's not more or less. It's yes or no. So if I ask you right now, tell me, what's the average price of the three bedroom units in your community? Can you tell me exactly how many properties for sale, one, two, three, four bedrooms are in your community? Number two, can you tell me the average price for the one, two, three, four bedroom properties in your community? Can you tell me the average price for those properties? Can you tell me what's the most expensive property in your area that's point number four can you tell me what's the least expensive property in your area and can you tell me the days on the markets on average for the aggregate of all those properties can you tell me that and if you can't it's okay you need to learn it in order to become a listing agent in order to beat your competition you need to have the specialized knowledge if you want clients to invest with you First, you must invest in yourself. And the first investment is in education. So we're giving you the education. You are paying for this. You are paying for the training. Now, you need to invest not only the money, but you need to invest what? The time, right? The best way to make a compelling argument of why somebody should hire you is because you have the knowledge. So if you say you have the knowledge, that is the basic knowledge you need to know and I'm going to say it one more time. You need to know the number of properties for sale. Average price. Average price per square foot. Days on the market. Highest for sale and lowest for sale. That simple. Six things. One more time because I might have gone a little bit fast. Number of properties for sale. Average price of those properties. And it has to be the one, the two, the three, the four bedroom uh, units, okay? Because they change in terms of price, average price, then average price per square foot. Then what is it? Highest for sale, lowest for sale, and then days on the market. You need to know those six things, all right? And if you have any questions up to now, anything else you need to know, anything else you would like to know, please write it down in the comments. What questions do you have up to now after these four points? What questions regarding those four points, 80 to 90 properties sold, the area where you need to focus, competition, and then statistics, you have. What questions do you have about those points? So I'm gonna go with point number five now, which is practice the eight objections. So it's important to realize The amount of work it takes to get the opportunity to sit down face-to-face with a seller. It's a lot of work, right? So first of all, we need to invest money and and time on developing what? Your marketing in order to generate the lead, right? Then you need to pre-qualify the lead, the seller in this case. You need to follow up. You need to prepare the presentation. You need to go to their home or to their office. Then you need to make the presentation. And then you get the objections. If you don't know the objections, if you don't have that specialized knowledge about the objections, you've done all that work for nothing. So very important. You guys have access to all of our modules, right? And in the sales skills modules, we have the objections and it's divided into parts you need to learn the objections i'm going to mention them to you right now don't even write them down because you haven't right here right you have them right here in the system so there are only only eight objections right and i guarantee you there are only eight objections from sellers after almost 20 years in this business i can tell you again there are only how many objections only eight objections that is it if there is anything else, it's just a variation of this basic eight objections. I'm going to give them to you right now. Number one, very common is price. My home seller says it's worth more than the comparables. Number two, it's what? Commission. Why are you charging six percent when my neighbor or my neighbor or the other agent that I interviewed is charging four percent? Number three, comparison. I love your presentation, Mr. Agent, but I want to interview other agents. How do you respond to that? How do you beat that objection? Number four, it's authority, right? I want to speak to my spouse. Number five is not actually an objection. It's an escape technique, right? Which is, let me think about it. That would be number five. Number six is no need, meaning I don't need to sell. If I get the amount that I'm looking to get for my property, I'll sell it. If not, I'll keep it. And some people don't need to sell, but most do. But you need to you know, address that objection if it comes in your presentation. Number seven, very simple, satisfied, similar to need. I'm satisfied with what I'm doing. I have a for sale sign. I have it in the flat fee. I have my property in the flat fee MLS. I have it in Craigslist, right? That's, so I don't need an agent. That's number seven. How do you overcome those objections? And finally, I don't wanna compromise myself, meaning bring me a buyer and I'll pay you the commission, but I don't wanna sign any listing agreement, all right? So if you think about any objections that you've been given through your years in real estate from a seller, this is it, guys, this is it. So all you have to do is make sure that you learn, that you practice those objections, so when you encounter them, which you will during the presentation, you can overcome them. Right? Does that mean you're going to get every single listing from your clients? Definitely, definitely not. But it increases your chances tremendously. And not only that, but it saves you a lot of time. Got it? So very important. What questions do you have regarding those first five tips? Very, very important. All right? Very, very important. So Robert says right here, how do you suggest that I handle my area that is in one zip code within Hialeah that's in Miami for those of you who are not in in uh, in uh, in uh, in, um, in Miami all right but there is another zip code that is basically four blocks away I feel that I should include that area thoughts definitely Robert definitely so if that zip code is not called Hialeah included all right as long as properties are similar similar which i assume they are and uh, and you can reach you can serve that area definitely definitely do so all right andres says would you would you do it by zip code or an area oh very important so it depends andres depending on how many people how many properties sold in an area sometimes zip codes have way too many properties sold within a year All right so you want to reduce it to specific communities within that that zip code but if there are not enough properties then you can use a full zip code it depends on where you are my suggestion is always go to the mls and use the little blue dot right and then you go by the map right you expand from where you live and then you keep expanding that little you, you know you use the four dots to, to highlight a specific area in that map and you keep growing and then you do refresh and you're going to see as a result, properties sold in the last 12 months. You can see that in the MLS. So you keep expanding until you get to 80 to 90 properties sold at least. Sometimes if you use a zip code, Andreas and Robert were we're talking about zip codes. Sometimes when you use a zip code, uh, you're gonna get about 130, about 140 properties sold. If you're not sending postcards, that's fine, that's good. When I say 80 to 90 properties sold, and limit to that is that if you're going to do offline advertising, meaning usually postcards, it can become very expensive, all right? But if you are not going to use postcards, then you can do one, two, or three zip codes as long as the information and the properties in that area are similar, all right? Very, very good questions, all right? So if you have any questions, I will keep going uh, with those questions after I do... Tip number six through seven, all right? So let me go in here. Again, if you have questions, make sure to write them down in the comment section in the chat. So let's go to tip number six. Remember, we are not in the business of real estate. We are in the business of what? Please write it down. What business are we in? If you know the answer, please write it down in the comment section. What business are we in? I'm giving you a hint. We are not in the business of real estate. We are in the business of marketing. That's right. We are in the business of marketing. So the more marketing channels you master, all right, the more frequency and consistency you have in your marketing message with potential sellers, the higher the probability you are going to have to get that listing. So what I say, you want to hit your client in the four different marketing quadrants, uh, and that's what we call it. So what are the four different marketing quadrants? Well, number one is what? emails. Do you have an email marketing campaign that allows you to reach your clients in a daily basis automatically? Meaning you don't have to send an email every single week because if you have to, sometimes you're going to be on vacation. Sometimes you're not going to have time. You're going to be too busy. And what's going to end up happening is that you don't have the frequency and the consistency. All right. So do you have an email marketing system, system that allows you to make sure that you position yourself as the expert of choice through frequency and consistency. Us, of course, you can go to, for us, we recommend Octopus Agent, OctopusAgent.com. You can go there and, and the system explains exactly how it positions you as the expert of choice in your database. Go to OctopusAgent.com and you can see more information. So number one, you need to have email marketing, right? So when people open their email, who do they see? You, your name. Number two, you need to have social media, right? It's not not that you need to, but the more places, the better. So when people go into Facebook, when people go into Instagram, when people go into YouTube, who do they see? You again. Then you have retargeting or online advertising. When people go to Fox News or CNN, the constant negative constantnegativenetwork.com, they see who? They see you when people go see and look to buy a dress online or a pair of shoes online. Who do they see in that website? You. That's called retargeting. That's online advertising. You've all been through that process, right? You were in the process of buying a pair of shoes. You decided not to, and then you went to another page. And who? guess who appears in that other website? that the pair of shoes, right? You should be doing that in your marketing. And number four, and I went from least expensive to most expensive. Least expensive, email marketing, then social media, then retargeting, or online marketing, and finally offline. Offline postcards, bus benches, open houses, magazines, news uh, community newspapers, etc. So when people open their email, they see you. When people open their social media platforms, they see you. When people go to any page online, they see you again. When they go to the mailbox, they see you. When they're driving, they see the bus bench. When they are leaving you know, their neighborhood on a weekend, they see you doing an open house. The more they see you, the more frequency and consistency, the higher the likelihood you are going to have In order to get that listing. So again, make sure you ask your questions. I have four more tips to go, and I still have seven more minutes. So we are good in time. Remember the five 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 principle. Do you want to increase your business fifty to a thousand, fifty to a seventy-five thousand dollars in six months or less? Well, we have within our training for those of you log in into our training, go to the uh, the workshops and you will see the training that says how to increase your income 50 to 75 K. So very simple right here. If you want to increase your income, I'm going to give you the simple formula. You need to have five sales conversations a day, five days a week, for 50 weeks. If you multiply that, it's going to give you a thousand two hundred and fifty sales conversations during a 12-month period. Meaning, if you have a closing ratio or of a conversion rate of 1%, that is 12 extra listings. Can you do that in a year? Definitely you can. And I'm telling you, you won't have. 1% conversion if you're speaking to a thousand two hundred and fifty people within a 12 month period all right so 12 listings at $5,000 net commission each is $60,000 that's how you increase 50 to 75 thousand your income in three in three uh, in in, uh, in less than a year finally the three-step process very very important you need to have the content You need to have the website where that content is hosted. And you need to to have an email marketing system that allows you again to position yourself as the expert of choice. So when you do your advertising on social media platforms, online, offline, you can retarget them to your email marketing software platform and make sure you position yourself as the expert of choice. You should be sending at the least two emails per week to your database. It's all about frequency and consistency. Oh, well, but I don't want to annoy my clients. Well, I'm telling you, you will lose way more clients by not being intense enough on your email marketing than by by being very intense, all right? And again, annoying people is not about frequency. Annoying people is about the value of your content. So how interesting is your content? So the last two points, very simple, e your database twice a week. I just said that. And if you want to become a listing agent, I believe that one of the most important, one of the most important skills you need to develop, especially in the 21st century, is the ability to be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to become a listing agent overnight. But guess what? Can you do it? In six months? Can you do it in less than 12 months? Of course you can. Can you have six to 12 extra listings in a year? Of course you can. And not only how much money that would represent to you, but how good would you feel and how stable your business would be when you start making the shift from working only with buyers to working with sellers? Think about it. All right so robert thank you very much and let's thank you very much jacqueline marketing marketing you got it guys it's all about marketing very good very good thank you for answering the question i ask you guys what business are you in a lot of you said we're in the business of marketing all right so without further ado i want to thank you for today's uh, for being here today if you have any other questions remember go to the forum go to the forum click on the questions you want to ask and then just ask your question. Our job is to make sure we answer them for you. And remember this, one of my favorite phrases, this one from Bruce Lee. I don't fear the person who practices 10,000 kicks one time, but I fear the person that practices practices one kick 10,000 times. So the question for you is, how often are you practicing and developing your skills? my suggestion for you all of you are here in the group and the coaching all of you have access to our marketing and sales platform wake up 20 minutes earlier every day listen 20 minutes is not going to make a big difference in terms of sleeping pattern and habits but it's going to make a huge difference in your business wake up 20 minutes earlier go through the modules make sure you really develop your skills and you'll see huge, huge improvements, especially if you focus on becoming a listing agent. So until next week, make it a very, very productive day. Take care guys, bye bye.